This is chapter three from my book, Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. This is one of the most important chapters. So if you're watching this, we're going to cover each chapter each month because to give you the most value that you can. We're going to go through the hero's journey, and which means you're going to split your money between land, business and reserves. And this is a spoiler alert. So if you've read the book, Millennial Money Mindset, this is the main point of the book. So super important that you're here because it covers so much about becoming financially independent and retiring early. And we're going to use the story of the the Wizards of Oz. So if you ever heard of the Wizards of Oz, Dorothy's got lost and confused in a new world, which is very similar to today. We're in a new world of financial pain. We're in the biggest cost of living crisis we face we've had the most deep dark recession on history and the way to get out of this is what's going to be revealed in today's talk so stick right into the end because you're going to get so much value and we use an analogy in each chapter to make finances simple easy and achievable so let's get right into it so this is from the book Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. It was shortlisted by the Financial Times Writing Prize in 2018, and it was a bestseller, Amazon bestseller. If you haven't got it yet, pick up your copy of Millennial Money Mindset. You'll get more money in your pocket, more time in your day, and more happiness in your life. The guide is to improve savings, spending, and investing. So we're in a different world than our parents' generation. We're in a different world than 10 years ago. We're even in a different world than before the financial crash, the pandemic. And today, you've got to think of yourself as on your hero on your journey. You're building your own story. You're building your own chapter of your book. The great thing is that you can choose which path to take. You have the choice today. You have the choice of which options to choose each option has your own individual choice personality and options that you can take so every story ever written has a similar story it has a similar structure so even if this is star wars if it's harry potter or if it's the wizard of oz they all follow a similar pattern and we're going to use this pattern in this chapter today so you've got a hero, you're the hero of your story. You maybe have a call to adventure. So maybe this is wanting to become financially independent. Maybe it's you're sick of living paycheck to paycheck. Maybe you want to actually have some savings that if even the worst things can happen, then you can dip into those savings without getting stressed and worried. Maybe you want to avoid the downward spiral of, of credit card debt. This then this is for you. So each story follows a similar pattern so the call to adventure then you reach a threshold where you have to cross this threshold maybe you've met a helper or a mentor maybe this could be me today where helping you step into the unknown then basically you fall into this abyss these things will get worse before they get better and then you'll have a revelation this this is you have challenges and temptations along the way and then you'll have a, a transformation this will be someone from a different part of you to where you are to where you want to get to this trans this transformation means you're going to have an atonement and then you're going to return back to the call to back to where you started from and this is every story every hollywood movie every 
good fiction book has this similar story. So you've maybe not noticed this before, but you're going to have this in every part of your life. You have this this story. So this this story is based on the yellow brick road. Have you ever watched the yellow brick road where Dorothy walks down this the yellow brick road and there's lots of symbolism in this story. So the yellow brick road symbolizes gold and the wisdom of Oz. So the Oz is the ounce or that is gold, which is what is measured. So there's lots of symbolism there and you're following a path. You're following this path to financial independence, getting more money in your pocket, more time in your day and more happiness in your life. So Dorothy's in a confused world. She finds herself in a strange world, much like today's complex investing landscape. The economy is different to before our parents' generations. So we got to navigate through this maze of investing opportunities, financial products, market fluctuations. And this is what I'm your guide to help you do this. So you, the, Dorothy has a number of friends that she helps uh, along the way. So she has the Tin Man who lacks a heart. So this symbolizes the industrial sector. This is investing in companies that... The, think of this like um, factories. This is like um, oil, and this is like um, the kind of the 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 beating heart of industries. And this is by investing in these companies, you're giving these companies life and the the life to the economy. So the growth and development of these industries can drive economic economic progress and contribute to investment opportunities. So that's the Tin Man. So think of that as a Tin Man, and the Tin Man represents business the stock market then you have the scarecrow so the scarecrow is in search of a brain and it represents the importance of knowledge and understanding in with investing so investing in land and real estate requires informed decision making awareness of market trends and regulations so just like dorothy needs a companion she uh she needs the 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 scarecrow needs a brain to navigate this journey. And then finally, the third helper along this way is the lion. So the lion is in need of courage. And this represents bonds and money investing. So you need courage to invest. And this represents this. So having that courage to invest. So you need the confidence to withstand market fluctuations and the patience to earn stable income over time. So you may be having your own adventure. You may be you may be stuck in this payday circle of life where you get paid and at, at the end of the working month and then you feel like you're you're on top of the world. You're a billionaire. You have loads of money. You go out and spend and then you realize, actually, you, you go and treat yourself. Maybe buy a pair of shoes. Maybe you go out for a, a wheel, uh, a nice meal. And this essentially is what we have in the payday circle of life. So we get paid and then we think, oh we don't need to be responsible but then as the end of the month appears we kind of realize oh we're running out of that money we're living paycheck to paycheck and by the end of that month we've run out of money and then we we have to hold out until payday and then the whole circle repeats itself over and over again not having any savings and we want to break this cycle we want to pay ourselves first so as soon as you get paid put a portion of that money into a savings account or an investment account investment platform and then you don't have to wait until the end of payday to try and scrimp together some savings so pay yourself first as soon as you get paid and this is going to break this payday circle of life And then the ultimate goal is to 
work out how much is enough, how much is enough money to become financially independent. So we're on this journey, we're on this road, this path to independence, this yellow brick road, and we need to work out how much is enough. So this is a graph that we're using here compared to fulfillment and consumption. So how much fulfillment do we feel and how much consumption do we consume? And there's a, a, a sweet spot where this is basically enough. We're in comfort and we have enough money to meet our expenses and we have enough income coming in that's going to cover these expenses so the, the first part of this graph is we're in survival mode we're just living hand to mouth and we are we have enough money to cover food on the table we don't have anything more than that then we get as consumption increase and fulfillment increases then we we arrive at comfort and this is the sweet spot where there's enough money to live on getting if we consume more we end up in luxury where and essentially we're consuming more, but we're not getting that much more fulfillment. And if we move along the graph even more into consumption, we live in this kind of over consumption. We've got this extravaganza, extravagant, where essentially we're consuming more, but we're not getting any more fulfillment. And we've kind of fallen off this path of this area of enough so you may be thinking how much is enough to live on so essentially we want to figure out our number how much how much the goal of this journey of financial independence is to have enough assets so enough financial assets this is split splitting your money between land <clears throat> like property businesses this is money in the stock market or this could be businesses yourself then having enough reserves having enough cash or bonds to cover you for those those downtimes cover you enough money to you have enough money to cover yourself there's a real simple calculation that you can work out so first of all there's a four-step process so first of all you need to work out your annual expenses how much are you spending each year how much are you spending each month and then timesing that by 12 so this might be essential living expenses this might be housing this might be food transportation and then you basically want to work out how much you're spending. Then the second step is to work then to multiply this expenses times 25. And this is your this is your annual expenses times 25. And this is known as the 4% withdrawal rate. And the, it's, it's the same mathematical calculation. It's just done a different way. So the 4% withdrawal rate. So mathematicians who are much cleverer than I am came up with this figure. And essentially, you can invest, you can consume 4% of your net worth to, and that's for your expenses. And you can keep this, your pub, your basket of assets without even touching that. So you essentially want to keep this capital and only want to spend 4% of that total capital. And this is, um, this may sound quite complicated and we go into much more detail in other videos. But then you want to also consider other other additional factors. This may be pension contributions. This may be how much you're getting from your government pension. You want to understand inflation and how much it's going to eat away at your savings. And also understand your risk tolerance. So we go through this in other videos and we go through this in, in other meetups. But this is a real simple calculation to, to work this out. So it's just for inflation and time. So essentially you want to work out your annual expenses and then times that by 25 and that's is your financial independence number so the real secret 
to, and what I reveal in chapter three, so this is a spoiler alert here, is to diversify your money, land, business, and keep some money in reserves. So reserves is cash in the bank, bonds where you're lending money to government, corporations, or peer-to-peer lendings. And essentially, you want to rebalance this every year. So every year, you want to rebalance, basically work out how much you need to live on and then essentially what is your asset allocation then you want to rebalance this every year and this is like the think of this like your journey to the wizard of oz the where you have the land is the scarecrow the business is the tin man and the reserves is the lion and this is essentially the the analogy that we're using in this story and it all makes sense at the end so if this isn't coming clear stay right to the end because this will come clear shortly so we need to understand the difference between assets and liabilities so assets is something that puts money into your pocket where a liability is something that takes money out of your pocket so an asset is what we talked about before this could be property could be businesses it could be bonds or commodities or anything that puts money into your pocket and then a liability is something that takes money out of your pocket so this could be mortgages this could be credit cards this could be loans and this is gonna this is this is these liabilities take money out of your pocket and reduce the the, the time. It increases the time it, you, you take to get financially independent and retire early. And this is a really good graph here. So this is the difference between time, uh, sorry, time at the bottom and then money at the top. So essentially there's a thing called lifestyle creep, which basically means that you increase, as you increase, in, you in, as you earn more, your expenses increase in line with that so maybe you get a new job and then you go out and buy some new shoes maybe you get a new job and you go to a nicer restaurant maybe you have um, a new income from a buy select property and then you go out and buy a new wardrobe and essentially this graph explains it where you've got the earnings increases and then expenses also increase and this is a kind of a poor mindset which is what Robert Kiyosaki talks about in his book rich said poor dad but the secret is as your earnings increase your expenses are left low as well so essentially you're gonna your earnings are gonna increase and your expenses are kept low and this is gonna create wealth using a snowball effect as the the power of compound interest starts working for you so what is compound interest this is the next slide so the real secret to building wealth is regular contributions and compound interest so regular contributions is paying yourself every month like we talked about each every time you get paid a portion of that money goes into a savings account or a portion of that money goes into an investment account and then use compound interest which is a mathematical calculation so mathematicians who are much clever than i am have discovered this compound interest and albert einstein who's one of the greatest scientists of all time called compound interest one of the most powerful calculations in the universe and it basically builds up your net worth so the net worth increases as your contributions increase and then if you have um an average investment return say seven percent a year this is going to increase and build up over time build up build up build up and then you're essentially going to create um yeah increase this um your assets are going to increase and that's going to pay you more of an income over time so what is compound interest so it's a process of earning interest 
based on both the initial investment and any accumulated interest. So it's interest on the interest. And essentially, you're going to be building this up like a snowball. This is the whole point of investing. And this is the kind of the secret behind investing that no one tells you about. So time is a crucial factor. So the longer your money remains invested, the more likely it's to com compound and grow. So that this is so important why you should be starting early. If you start early to invest, then you're going to have more years for that compound interest effect to take account. So uh, imagine investing £10,000 at the average interest rate of 8% for 30 years, and that would essentially grow to over 100,000. And that's just in compound interest, not including any additional contributions. So if you add in the impact of consistent contribution, this is where it really gets going. And essentially, you can make a million pounds, which over a million pounds by contributing each month and letting um, compound interest work for you. And we're going to go through this calculation, how you can work this out for yourself and how you can do this yourself. It's really simple. And it's never been simpler, easier or cheaper to invest. So it's a great time to start investing. So go, it's really worth going onto a compound interest calculator. You can just Google compound interest calculator and it will show you how you can be a millionaire. Who wants to be a millionaire? I think everyone does. So this con this cal calculation here kind of shows how easy it is to build up wealth over time. So even if in, I use an example of £10,000 initial investment, an interest rate of 7%, so you're getting a 7% return from the interest rates. This could be dividends from businesses. This could be um, rent from your property. This could be um, interest rates at a bank. I know you're not getting 7%, but just use this as an example. Then you'll do, if you contribute this £500 every month for 35 years, the projected um, the protected full investment value is going to be over a million pounds. So imagine that. So a million pounds, it's going to be a million pounds um, and 15, 1,558 pounds. So that is how you become a millionaire by investing 10,000 pounds and make regular contributions over 35 years. And then that's going to lead you to a million pounds by the time you retire. So diversify this chapter, chapter three from the book Millennial Money Mindset, which I wrote in 2018, covers the difference between land, business, and reserve. So if you want to, if you are, if you want to smooth out those ups and downs of the market, those the stock market can be very volatile. If you want to smooth out those ups and downs of the market, then you can invest in land. Land is a pretty solid investment. Looking back hundreds of years, everyone needs a place to live. They're not making any more land. It's a good place to invest. Businesses, part of that, part of that in the stock market. So think of the, the land like the scarecrow, the business like the tin man, where you can invest in thousands of companies all around the world. And at, at a push of a button where you invest into um, the stock market, 
or have some money in reserve. So the money, think of that like line is the the analogy that we're using with the the wisdom of us. So reserves is cash in your pocket, cash in the bank, or bonds where you're putting money into, you're lending money to governments, you're lending money to corporations, you're lending money peer to peer to other other people on the internet. So you you can lend your money to. Um, there's certain platforms where you can lend your money to regular people, and they'll pay you money for the benefit of you lending them money. So let's go into this analogy even more. So land, where would you love to live? So dream, dream big dreams. So if you're investing for over 30 years, we forget how long our lives are. So people born today potentially going to be living to 100 years old. So the life life expectancy is increasing. Previous generations, you might only live to 60, you might even live to 70 years old, where today it's quite common to live to 70, 80, 90, even 100 years old. So and what you can achieve in your lifetime is incredible. You can you can do uh, amazing things. And so where would you like to live? So um, have a dream, dream destination. Where would you love to live? What would you be your dream destination? And it's different for other people. Maybe you want to live by the sea. Maybe you want to live in the countryside. Maybe you want to live in a town or a city it's all different and then yeah picture where you want to live and actually focus on on that in the last chapter in the last um meeting we covered chapter two which was mindset and actually having a plan and actually having um picturing that in your mind it's going to really be impactful for your financial future so that's land think of that like the scarecrow so why invest into land so potential for it appreciation property has a good potential to increase over time you can rent that property out you can get uh, rental income you can generate a steady cash flow um, for and potentially long term so you can diversify your portfolio so not just this is one of the main points from this this session is not just keeping all your money in, in one asset class all your money in don't keep all your money in one stock you can diversify so property is a really good um way to diversify diversify your overall property portfolio and this can reduce your risk because different asset classes behave differently the other point is it's a really good hedge against inflation so inflation is one of the biggest worries to people's lives at the moment and property is a really great way to reduce this um risk of inflation another great thing about property is you can leverage your property so what that means is you can if the property is say for a hundred thousand pounds i know property prices are crazy in london and oxford and other big cities around the world but what you can do you can leverage so think of that like if a property is a hundred thousand pounds you only need to put down a deposit of twenty thousand pounds for instance and the bank will lend you the rest of that money so you only need to save up twenty thousand pounds and then the bank will lend you the rest of that money then you leverage think of it like a lever you're you're getting more bang for your buck you're getting more money from your your investments because you're leveraging the bank's money you're leveraging other people's money opm people talk about getting high on opm opm other people's money like banks for instance and so for instance if you're putting money into the stock market it's very difficult to borrow money or you shouldn't be borrowing money to put money into the stock market so you if you wanted to buy a thousand pounds worth of stock or shares you would have to put up that um 
say use let's use a hundred thousand pounds of shares you would have to put up a hundred thousand pounds of that money you have to use your own money to invest that hundred thousand pounds whereas leverage you only put 20 percent because you're using that you're using the bank's money so you only need to put twenty thousand pounds the bank will lend you that money to buy that hundred thousand pound property if that makes sense so another great point about property is the potential for value adding so you could buy a rundown property paint it get a new kitchen new bathroom you're going to put that that value that the value of the property is going to go up because you've put that effort in you've put that sweat and time into that property so you can buy a low price property do it up then sell it on for a higher price because you've made it look nice you've cleaned it up you might put a new front door in it you might have changed the, the garden you might have do all these things you can you can do to add value to the property and then finally it's property is great legacy and wealth preservation so you can um, buy a property pass that down to your children or your grandchildren taking into account inheritance tax capital gains tax etc so that's land so let's go into business. So think of this like the Tin Man. So this graph here shows the growth of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. This is the 30 biggest companies in the USA over hundreds of years. This is going back 200 years. This is it's quite a small graph, so you might not be able to see it, but this is going back to 1789. And as you see, the graph moves up over time. So there's some big dips. The big dip there is in the 1930s recession, um, where the market crashed the world economy went into halt and you could also see the 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 dips in the 2000 bubble um internet bubble which was a boom and then a bust but if you look if you zoom out and look long term investing in human innovation ingenuity and investment is a good bet over time so capitalism has provided good returns over 200 years and you can reduce your risk of investing by not buying one single share so you can reduce your risk of investing by buying a, a basket of companies by just tracking the market you can track the FTSE 100 which is the 100 biggest shares you can buy the FTSE um the S&P 500 which is the 500 biggest shares in the USA and just track that and there's different companies that all do better in different size of the different times of the um, um of, of the economical cycles. So some companies do well during the good times, some companies do well during the bad times. So having holding a basket of companies, hundreds of companies, thousands of companies all around the world, this is reducing your risk. So why buy businesses? So why buy the stock markets? Think of this like the Tin Man we use. So Tin Man is, the, so the stock market is potential for long-term growth. Stocks offer potential for significantly long-term returns. ownership and dividends so every time you buy some companies you get um uh, so diversification is another reason so investing in stocks allow you to diversify your portfolio reducing risk liquidity and accessibility so also inflation head so as we talked about before inflation is one of the biggest risks at the moment so having money into the stock market 
is a reduction on that risk. So lion and reserve. So we use the analogy of the lion, so cash in the bank, how much money in your emergency fund. So it's good to have an emergency fund to cover you for any emergencies in case the, um, yeah, in, um, in case any, any emergencies like the boiler might break down, you might have the car break down you that you're driving to work. If you have an emergency fund, you can dip into these, these cash for emergencies will cover you for any, any downs, any, um, any problems and it's going to give you massive peace of mind. So that's it for today. Please like, please subscribe. This is my, this is money tips. If you want more money in your pocket, more time in your day and more happiness in your life, subscribe, subscribe. We do videos like this all the time where we're giving away the best money tips. So tax investment, money tips stands for tax, investment, property, pension, savings. If you want to improve your savings, if you want to improve your spending, if you want to improve your investing, then just uh, join us here to follow and like for more tips, more money tips, because we're going to actually improve your life by offering this to you. Thanks so much. And hopefully this has been value to you. Please tell a friend, please like, please subscribe, please tell a friend. Thanks so much. See you again.